Dude, I'm going in for a big haircut this weekend. It's all coming down. I'm really happy about that. I think you look great with Why? shorter hair. You look great with shorter hair. <laughs> like you look I... like you look like a suave gentleman when you have that sexy short haircut, dude. Yeah, but the long hair is kind of fun. You go from like a six to an eight. I go down when I get long hair? Yes. Dang. <laughs> that's the opposite of what it goes in my mind. I know, but that's from a guy's perspective, dude. Do you think I was thought I was a I think four it's, it's when I had It's also from dreads? a woman's perspective. Sorry? No. Yeah, you probably thought you were a straight ten with dreads. Exactly. But in reality, I was like maybe a four. That's a very harsh reality. <laughs> I'm facing a very small degree of all of that right now. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I got some important work meetings, so it's just, it's got to happen. I took off my mustache. Oh, you did. Same Sorry. Reason. Sorry, man. Didn't notice. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, is it the light that's bad in here? <laughs> that's pretty good. You almost made it to the end of the month. That was like our goal, right? Yeah. Well, most important. That wasn't first my goal important at all. work meeting of the month. Oh yeah. Rip it down. <laughs> did you, you normally wax it, right? Did you wax it or did you just shave it? Um, I mean, <laughs> That's funny. When you first said that, I thought you meant like wax it as in like put like No, um, I meant like you oil, wax your upper lip. No, I hear you. I hear you now. Like an old lady waxes her upper yeah, lip. Yeah, I had Katie do you it for also. me one evening. It was really <laughs> devastating. There was a lot of screaming in the household. <laughs> you also used the same salon. <laughs> if we had more neighbors there, there would they would have thought there was a domestic dispute happening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jer, what's happening? Well, How's get, everything going with your life right now? Should we get into the should pod? We, yeah, should we get cracking? Yeah, let's get cracking. This is the Open Road Podcast. I'm Jeremy. Over there is Calvin. We're here to help you find adventure in the everyday. We're, we're oh, let's get it hopping here, Jer. Oh, right, we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're going, and we're throwing yeah, like right. a little bonus epi in right now because uh, we just came back from our road trip uh, earlier this week, and we want to get out the stories while they're fresh, while they're nice and fresh. Stuff happened. We got to talk about it. All right, um, we're not going to beat our you know our journey to death. No, no, we're gonna, no. Of no, course, no. giving up. We. Made some pretty outrageous promises last episode. <laughs> My bad. All right? I said a lot of things. Yeah, you did. To a lot of people. Um, it was actually really funny. I, When I thought we were going to record earlier this week, I listened to that other episode, like, right, and I was like, oh, man, there's so many things that knowing what I know now, having gone on the trip, I think is hilarious that we, A, basically predicted everything that happened. <laughs> oh, really? Like, in our, in our last episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was like, really give a, funny. Do you have an example? Um, I mean, well, you don't just have like to get we, too into it. We just like talked about you know our our potential for belt problems and like that potential just became so real. Oh, I know, so painfully real, Jer. Right, you know, and we talked about um, you know, just the fact that you know some people they don't want to deal with the hassle of the challenges of the road. I don't know if we necessarily said that, but. <sighs> It, this is this lifestyle is not for everybody, and I was reminded in a major way on this trip that that truly is the case. I was definitely reminded this lifestyle is not for everybody. Um, <laughs> and like I had this feeling at one I, point at my lowest that maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never got there. I know. I hundred percent never got there. I know you didn't. I, and I know you didn't either. Um, my honest highlight, Jer, yeah, is that everyone at least once, but for a lot of people, multiple, used the new urinal, dude. Yes. 
while mobile. And it was so nice that people were using it when we were parked. Oh, I mean, there was nothing better than the way that that thing worked. And I, I was especially happy because one thing we learned very quickly, while the thing is driving, it's really hard to keep your balance while urinating. And therefore, we need to put in a little bit of a handlebar back there for people to grab onto. And yes, yet, yes. even without having done that, people still used it multiple times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, even with the, with, with the safety handle. It added grab a new bar. level of creature comfort to that thing. It really did. Um <laughs> I know. Here's my just quick observation. I noticed people like announcing that they were gonna go use the urinal. Yes. Terrible idea. I don't agree. Don't announce it. I'm don't announce you're gonna go use it. Why? If I'm driving and you announce that you're gonna go use it, so you want me to drive better, as if I was driving poor before. I just think that if you are going a hundred. Any slight little thing turning the wheel can can mess a guy up. Whereas if you know they're going, you drop it down to eighty. You you know, and then they can do their thing in peace, and you, the driver concentrates a little more. I'm with you that not knowing could also be good, but I don't think there's a right or a wrong here necessarily. It's sixty seconds, and then you're also putting in that driver's head the overwhelming temptation to hammer the brakes. But I like that element. Okay, you liked that. It, yeah, that is an interesting test of personality, isn't it? It increases trust or it creates tension. It increases trust or it takes down barriers. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. Okay, cool. So um, the so, one thing that we'll do so next time, of course, is, is get a couple bags of ice, which we didn't do. Yeah, that was we we didn't get ice and we really didn't even get much water. Like that like we were so dude, we got to talk about this trip. It was so back to back. We we didn't even really have a time any time to take a breath because of how No, I know. the trip ended up ha- like turning out. We were back to back everything. So, yeah, I mean like we were just if unfortunately it felt like we were in a rush um while we were on the yes. road which is like which is kind of hard like you feel like you're in a rush but it's also like a long trip so there's i get into a zone where like eh, there's nothing i can do but i don't physically feel myself rushed but i know other people felt rushed um and that's okay but i'm i am i feel like i'm pretty much one with the reagan that way where i just yeah. know that she's got a pace and i respect the pace um but yeah, yeah i it think took we a had that a lot longer than expected getting down there yeah, and that was the thing. Like, we all know the pace, and I just underestimated the pace. Like, I was right. like, oh, it's a f- f- four and a half hours by Google. That should be like five and a half, six, but really it was like eight. It was like eight. And you're right. And you had an interesting thing that you said. He's like, even the quickest stop for gas is 25, 30 minutes. And that's this a pure stop for gas. Pretty know, much that, you can yeah, count on an hour if you stop. get off the highway. I know. I know. Like, it is like almost an hour and then like quick right? run, so th- grab some beers, whatever. Like, yeah, we're, we're pushing an hour. Yeah. And so, I mean, I wasn't in a rush because again, we know that the yeah. pace and yet it was annoying that we were late for our event. Yes. And I, I don't, so that I, I include it all. Like I like I like the stops. The stops for me are fun. Like you get to go and of course. think around of course. and, and uh, whatever, that's fun. But yeah, and I've caught, it was a little bit annoying that we were anticipating having loads of like a few hours earliness, and we were actually te- a little bit late. Yeah. So I mean, I yeah, don't know if whatever. we need to necessarily go over the like the details of no, what the actual event don't. was. 
Um, but you know, well, I mean, just a super oh, high, high level. We went, we went to Pittsburgh. There was a live podcast recording of the Bad Christian Podcast, and then a couple concerts. Emery, he is legend. Vocal Feud, little Tyson Motzenbacher, and then all of the fun that surrounded it. But that was the event, and uh, we literally drove there, went to the event, woke up, drove home, and there were many challenges along the way. <laughs> yeah, challenges on the road home. I mean, which is too bad, but it makes a good story, and, and it kind of I liked it for people's first um, – trip ever in the rv that that was the, a part of their first trip yeah and it's funny i was th- as i was thinking about this talking on this episode i was like ah, i kind of want those guys to be maybe on this episode or we should get them on to talk a little bit about their experience maybe maybe not um but everyone's attitude was so good the whole time yeah pretty chill attitude really um yeah no one was no one was too concerned about the challenges we faced it's very different when we're like at one point we were contemplating like, okay, like do we abandon ship and like get different rides home? It's different when we're like, okay. What? Yeah. I'm with you. But here, let's, let's give, let's give the people some details. Cause they're just, we're just talking sure. in generalities sure. too much here. So All right, if, if you recall everybody who's been following this podcast, one of the upgrades that we did to the, uh, to the rig was to put these really cool, like domed skylight things on, and there was one that was in the crow's nest that like allowed you to look out at the stars and it oh, literally yeah. flew off as we were driving down the highway. It yeah, it completely blew off the roof. We and blew the roof all off of a sudden. <laughs> we were we were sitting in the in the car and then in in the RV and then all of a sudden driving down the highway there was this massive draft coming from literally every possible place in the RV and I was so confused and then I was getting water in the head and it took us until we stopped for lunch for us to realize that uh yeah the bubble is literally gone and there was air being sucked through the RV at 100 kilometers an hour and rain was coming in because there was freezing rain as well it was a terrible discovery as far as like timing for your skylight to blow off, it was pretty poor. Like it was freezing rain at like negative and it was, temperatures. And it was like two hours into the trip. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was also a real dagger. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, here was the other interesting thing about this trip is on, on the way down, we, we had this fun conversation where we defined, okay, what, what do we define as an actual trip in this thing? And we came up with three criteria yes. that it must satisfy. At least two guys was the first part. Uh, at least one night on the road. Yep. At least one night on the road and at least one tank of gas. If those three criteria are not satisfied, it doesn't count towards like a real trip. I've taken it to camp. Calvin's taken it as his daily driver to work. None of that counts. No. No. As we counted up the trips, this was lucky number 13. This was lucky number 13. Yeah. And like we got some... We had some bad luck, Jer. And there were times where you and I said to each other, we needed a win so bad, and this might not be our win. So, I mean, to continue on, the bubble was a bit of a dagger. I mean, I guess in our defense, I mean, in the bubble's defense, rather, we did not have an engineer look at aerodynamics, and this may have been a really obvious thing for a guy with half a brain. And frankly, we didn't put any screws in, did we? Well, that is a factor too, Jer. He didn't exactly <laughs> fasten it that well. 
now uh, I'm I'm in my kitchen in a mobile podcasting studio. My wife just gave me a look like, what are you talking about? You didn't put screws in. And probably everybody is thinking that. But the way we had it on there, we had used existing hardware of the let's other vent. Let's just say it's and complicated. And we thought it was pretty secure. Well, yeah, let's just say it, we thought it was secure. The bummer was like, I rig- you and I, like we rigged this thing up in my shop for like probably like almost like an hour and a half, two hours. Like I'm bummed that we lost it. Dude, I am with you. Like, and I want I will back. tell you, and you know this, dude. On that Reno day, we spent almost a whole day on the bubbles, and I was really annoyed at that because I'm like, I'm in Muskoka, and we're spending our whole day on these bubbles. Like, we we should be doing like more, but that's what we wanted to do. I that know. Day. <laughs> it's what we wanted to do. It was bubble day. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that was yeah. dagger, and then um, I guess more seriously on our on our road home, we had uh, issues with our freaking fan belt. Fan oh belt that is gosh. like our radiator, um, um, what's water the pump and alternator, alternator and water pump. Yeah, so uh, that broke suddenly um, on our, you know, kind of just outside of Pittsburgh, which was a real dagger on the side of the highway. And then the thing about U.S. highways that always ticked me off is that there's like very poor shoulders. Like you don't have this yes. nice, generous, wide shoulder like we do on, you know, in Ontario. You get really crappy little shoulders. So we were pulled uh, over, and uh, we we're making some calls, seeing if we can get a service truck out there to help us out. No luck. Best we could come up with was getting like a little nap auto parts to come on the highway and drop us off a belt. So that's all we did. We just had a guy come drop us off a belt, and Jar and I uh, went out there in the rain on the side of the highway, like semi six inches off the road, and we fired this <laughs> new belt on. It really sucks. Uh. And... Uh, we had we luckily I, I brought my socket set. He took cash and he did not take beer, and we never will see him again. <laughs> so yeah, we got this belt on, but I could I couldn't tighten the alternator because I didn't have a big bar. So we we just had it on there as tight as I could get with my hand, and then I tightened it. But it was like really loose. So we decided we just had to limp it to anywhere where we get to get a guy with a you know a couple tools to tighten it on for us. And it was yep. a tractor dealership. And so we, it was only like three, four miles, which we just limped it over there. And um, yeah, we got it a was couple actually, guys. It was actually 13 miles. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it was 13 miles. But, which uh, is like 20K. About, yeah, it's decent. And in that time, um, the belt had kind of twisted a bit all over itself. And so we, uh, we obviously we compromised kind of the the strength of the belt. So they did get a reset for us and tightened on. And to be fair, those tractor guys said it was good. And then like, and we gave like them 20 bucks each for taking their lunch, lunch off 20 bucks each. And did we give them some beers too? They definitely took the beers. Yeah. They took beers hundred percent. Um, yeah. And then, uh, it snapped off again, which was like <laughs> real dagger to the heart for, all of us because then it was like at that point it was like 3 30 on a friday and we're like oh shoot like this is gonna be hard to drag someone into right now into this situation and help us out so we called so allow us just to pause right here allow us to pause because when we kind of rebuilt this engine this year um i think was the belt that broke when kai was about to take it was that the first one that broke or the second one that was the second one. 
So I think the first one broke because when they rebuilt the motor, they didn't put a new one in. They just used the old one. But we still don't know why that broke. It might have been a sharp edge. The second one also snapped. And then your guy took a look at it and cleaned off a sharp edge. But then the third one that was in, we found in like the undercarriage of the RV when we were renovating. And it was from like 1984. And so that was the one that the first one that broke on this trip. And like there were, that wasn't a surprise because yeah. it was like the whole thing was just like it was like a rubber band that's been sitting, you know, like when that's I, right. it was all cracked. Forward. Yeah. Yeah, it was all cracked. Uh, and then the fourth, the fourth one, one, one broke was the one I put on and it was all, you know, and I just explained that one where we had, you know, compromised the integrity of it. So yeah, it, but it also it didn't snap. Jared. It didn't. That one didn't snap though. Right. That one it just, just popped it off. Just rolled, so rolled off the pulleys. Yeah. That was the unlucky number thirteen one. I think that just was a total weird one. No, not weird one, Jared, because it's it was damaged. Like the one edge of it was <sighs> all worn off. So that all. So you of think these it just rolled unique, and popped out? Yeah, all of these have a unique reason on why they failed, which is why I keep coming back to I don't know if it's something out of alignment with our pulleys or wrong with the frame of the engine because they all have this yeah. weird little unique story to why they had failed. Um, yeah. And then this fifth one. So finally, in long story short, you know, we finally got a hold of a, a little shop in the middle of nowhere, way off our path that would fire one on for us. And that took about an hour and a half or whatever. Um, and we got one on and then uh, we were able to drive it all the way home and it was good. And it's actually sounded great from then on, like better than ever. It, <laughs> and that seems to be like what we say every time we do something. It's better than it ever. Totally it's does. better than ever. <laughs> but this has the most uh. miles on it, this one now. That's not true. <laughs> so here's <laughs> the thing that I just want. So like, whatever. Again, we're not going to like belabor this story at all. But if you think about us at a rest stop after we had got a belt by the side of the highway, put it on, got some guys to tighten it up. We're like, yeah, hurrah, we did it. Then we find out that that belt has fallen off because we're at a rest stop and like I open the hood and there's no belt there. Like this is three, three o'clock on a Friday and we need to get back for Saturday because a bunch of us need to attend a funeral. So like it's like I am like losing it at this point because there's just no time in my mind to get this done. We call 10 different places. Nobody wants to help us until we finally get through to this great place, uh, Leonard's. And then we just limp over there with no belt. And then they kind of get us sorted out. So in my mind, the low of the low moment was when we were in that rest stop an hour south of Erie. And it was like three o'clock on Friday. And I was like, if if we can't get this sorted out, like, am I going to need to leave this thing here at least for the weekend? Are we going to have to get someone to pick at least one of these guys up to take them to the funeral? Like, I'm glad that your mind didn't go to those contingencies, Calvin. But I had to start thinking of those contingencies. Yeah, my mind doesn't didn't go there automatically. Um, I'm kind of like, I I guess I kind of take that uh, you know captain role when we're traveling. It's like I go down with the ship. I would take like I would I'm I'm going off the cliff with that thing. Yeah, and I mean that's again like I wasn't fearful that the thing was gonna like I I knew this wasn't the end of it. Like there's no way a silly belt is. No, Jared, I'm like, saying I will give end. up my family for this thing. <laughs> well that's good that's good so it's funny i was i was running uh i was running a course this week uh with work oh yeah and it was uh it was a, a leadership course called building and leading teams and we talk about the nice. seven principles of effective teamwork and 
the one movie that we watch is uh, Apollo 13. Have you seen it before? I've seen Apollo 13. You know, Great so movie. the spaceship is broken up in space and the team needs to come together and the communication yep. between the ground and the up there needs to work and they need to MacGyver everything up there. Nice. And just when all hope is lost, they like figure it out. That's like Kate's so dad's favorite we, movie. Oh, it's a good movie. And so it was yep. funny because we watched a bunch of clips in the class and then I was like, okay, the story of us going through two belts and finding a way and like work coming together as a team and keeping a positive attitude like this story is too good not to share that is so i yeah, like that's pretty funny so i like pulled up a bunch of photos and showed uh showed showed the class like kind of right before lunch and then oh, i hilarious. also like i it was cool because when i thought about us going through all the leadership principles right, or the right. team principles they were all there the first one was leadership like you led the motor the motor fixing while i kind of led the calling um, you know, there's this idea of, uh, clearly defined roles for subgroups. That was pretty clear. There were a couple hype mm, guys in the RV, you know, people who kept, kept, uh, the gatos flowing and the spirits high while we were doing the other stuff. Um, another one is frequent and effective communication. And okay, yeah. it was interesting. Like if you think about when we were having those phone calls, anytime we said RV, people basically hung up on us. So we stopped saying RV and it became much more effective. Yeah, we started saying truck instead of RV. And as soon as we, yeah, as soon as you know? we said truck, people would hang on the phone with us for a few more minutes. Yeah, and then another one of the principles is uh, temporary suppression of the ego. And I didn't think anyone had their ego get in the way. We all kind of pulled together and put our put our own stuff aside and listened to ideas. Interesting, suppression and of the ego, yeah. Great teams have uh, a healthy, healthy sense of ego, and sometimes people need to put it aside. And I thought we did that well. Hmm, cool. And then there's other stuff in there like shared resources. And I, I thought of that guy driving up behind us when he really doesn't do that very often and saving the day. And he was like, yeah, you know, everyone needs a good Samaritan. I was like, yeah, this guy sh like did something, took initiative and like did something to help the, us out. And that was cool. The Napa guy? Yeah. No, how? It's his, literally his job. Why are um, we praising people for doing their jobs? You know, that's what people say to sometimes, deliver, but I think that guy was a good guy. He was a fine guy. Jerry, they he don't literally do that. Deliver yes, they do. They'll deliver well, wherever you they want. Do it. You pay him. Well, clearly they do that. Yes, they, that, that, that's, all I'm saying. that's what they do. Yes, I'm looking fine. at this whole scenario in it the positive, suits, all right? I am too. He was an I fit everything guy. into my analogy. <laughs> he refused to shotgun a beer with us. <laughs> so that's the, that left a little sting with me. Uh, so anyway, it was it was a fun to draw all these connections and be like, in the end, oh, the, the other one, unanimous focus on a common goal. Our common goal was obviously we must get home, and I love that in the in the yes. in Apollo thirteen, the guys like we've never lost an American in space, and we're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. Failure is not an option. I think I said that exact words. We embodied it. We, dude. I think we need. Remember when you and I were talking about in the summer how we have the side bubble, and yeah. uh, and we we really need a, a an artist to do a mural incorporating the yes. side bubble. I think that side yes. bubble's got to be the helmet for an Apollo thirteen mural to commemorate I think you. You've never been more right in your life, dude. I think that would be sweet. That would Apollo be 13, iconic awesome. film. 
Okay. Oh, Art, if you know someone it, who like can, there. yeah, can do some painting, do some spray painting, hit us up. Um, you know, I'd love to figure that out. Yeah. Come springtime. Yep. So cool. Moral of the story is we got home and it was a fantastic trip and it's nothing without all of those little problems along the way. And right. three of the five of us, it was brand new trips for those guys and they did right. get the full experience. <laughs> you know, it, it turns a, a seemingly like boring trip into like because you encounter something so like annoying, like getting out of that, getting back on the road is such a triumph. Oh, yeah. And it was great 100%. just kind of seeing like everyone everyone was able to share that triumph equally. Like, you know, depend yes. like no matter how much each person contributed or, or like we all had the same weight bearing on it, which is like we're all in this together. We have to get out of it. So it was really cool to yes. share that burden all together and people, you know, getting together to use individual skill sets to to get us out of a jam. And that highlights the last principle of effective teamwork. I think I went through all of them. Um it is consistent, united, and enthusiastic effort. Right, right. And no one, no so one lost hope. Enthusiastic effort. Yeah, that's very key, Jer. You Never know? to lose enthusiasm. Cool. I like that and a lot. They demonstrate that in Apollo thirteen a lot as well. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. So. The Cowboys. Um. The what? Cool, man. Was was that the anecdote you wanted to share with me, or did you have another, another separate anecdote? Oh, you. We were talking about we fit. <laughs> you and I were talking about we fit, and I was more specifically talking about what happened to we fit. Yeah, and then I have an anecdote, and then I think we let's wrap this episode up because this is just a quick one. Fine. So, first of all, do you think we fit is cool or dust? Dust. And that was evidenced by my most recent trip to Value Village when I passed the electronics section and there were literally 10 Wii Fit boards stacked on top of each other from everybody giving them away. I'm not Everyone kidding. gave away their Wii Fit. What a dumb thing. Like so big <laughs> and like gimmicky. <laughs> As There's like literally a someone... section of Wii Fit boards. Man, I am so like I was talking to a guy today and he's like, man, like I'm starting, like I'm, we're, we're putting a home gym in our basement. And I was like, why are you going to do that? Like I've never, <laughs> home gym is like the thing I've, people do get all expired for like six weeks and it never gets used. Never. Like you have to, yeah, I'm like, a huge believer in you have to go you have to separate yourself from that environment. You have to go to a facility and, and do that. Unless you're doing what you do and you don't do anything except like push-ups and sit-ups or whatever. Like you don't use any equipment. Well, yeah, which which you don't need a home gym for. I have the home gym already. Everyone has it already if they have a home. I know. It's like it, it's. I think it's just so funny. It's the, kind of like the ultimate. Like okay, once I get all this in place, then I will. Then I'll get the discipline. Like the discipline will come with it. Like the discipline's last. Which I'm. I think the discipline needs to come first. My like thought on a home gym. Oh, go ahead. Well, I just feel like get disciplined, do what you're doing, which is all like calisthenics basically. Is that right? And then you can yeah. be like, oh yeah, like I could use a couple bungee bands or whatever to pick right. this up a notch. Then you can start incorporating or whatever. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say my first thought if someone says they're getting a home gym, gym is that you just have too much money. 
Too much money. Too much money. Like, like I guess so. Why would you ever choose to spend two, three, four, five thousand dollars, five thousand after tax dollars, on that? Right. And yeah, that's like I at the know, low Jer. end. You want to know what something's crazy, Jer? I'm so okay. Yeah. Like, sorry, I, I gotta hijack this right now, Jer. Talking <laughs> about health, I am helping a guy quit smoking. I'm pretty involved. Nice. I'm mentoring him through this. Uh, he's a pack and a half a day. You know how much a pack Whoa. of cigarettes cost right now? Sixteen dollars. Like, I was gonna say twelve dollars. Sixteen. Sixteen dollars for a pack of cigarettes. Conservatively, if he's going to pack a day, that's like six grand. Isn't that insane? Six thousand dollars after tax? Like that's insane. That's horrible. It's really horrible, Jer. I didn't know it cost that. How are you much. helping I thought it was him? Like, oh, just just motivation, Jer. Accountability, really. Guy, just a guy at our work that has evidence zero accountability. I'm just keeping him accountable. You're and just by basically, it up with him. hey. I uh, yeah, I just bring it up with him every time I see him, pretty much, That's and good. encourage him. It's good. Yeah. I thought he had. I was. I really tried to encourage him. Remember, like ten years ago, when like Dog the Bounty Hunter was like a really cool show. Sure. Dog, you don't know Dog. Never watched Dog. It. Dog the Bounty Hunter, Jared. Dog the Bounty Hunter was like the most badass bounty hunter from uh, Hawaii. <laughs> Anyways, one episode, Dog the Bounty Hunter quits smoking, and it was like a big deal. So Dog smokes a pack a day. He day one takes one cigarette out, throws it out. So that day, day one, he's got a pack of cigarettes, minus one. Day two, he takes two out, throws them away. He's got a pack of cigarettes, minus two, all the way to zero. I thought that was a good method. Come on. He poo-pooed it. You know what you should do, he's, though? You should you should have him not – you should do a similar thing, but don't have him throw yeah. them away because, you know, he's not making all that much money. You should – you should. I mean, maybe, maybe he's making bank, but you, what you need to do – is take the ones he throws away and then and then once he gets down to like five a day he'll have a bunch in the bank right so like i'm basically putting together his half packs for him exactly so he comes to you on day one he gives you one cigarette you put it in your drawer day two he gives you two cigarettes you put them in your drawer this has come a long way jerry like me getting involved with something like this Ask me a year ago, I was in serious plans of putting in a cigarette vending machine at my workplace <laughs> and being the freaking That's what cigarette. I was literally kingpin. about to bring up. <laughs> okay, now look at me. I'm like t- trying to help these guys. Man, oh now man. you're uh, Mother Teresa over there. Yeah. So, which brings me to my next point where I'm really not. I got into some trouble today. <laughs> you know how I've been doing like oh, the no. prank phone calls? Yes. I've been onto a really good new prank phone call. So there's, okay, the one I've been doing the last, this past week, and actually before the trip, but I hadn't been talk, talking to you about it because I wanted to save it for the podcast. Uh, I call yeah. our truck drivers on the road and I go like, yo, I just got a phone call from someone that's driving behind you. Says you're driving like a maniac. What's going on? <laughs> and they're like, oh, man. <laughs> and Jared, like, like. 100% of the time, they admit like, oh, yeah, I know, but that was crazy. I had to get over, blah, blah, blah. It's You're hilarious. Kidding. No, I'm 100% serious. It's so funny. <laughs> that is priceless. 
It's really good, Jer. It's really good. <laughs> but you got caught? So this came about, Jer, because like we actually got a couple phone calls from a driver and we had to get rid of him that he was driving crazy. Right. So I just thought it'd be hilarious. And uh, <laughs> I didn't get. Yeah. So I told the one guy that I that I pranked him the one day. and He thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was because it was so good. I was like, I was like, I was like, are you behind a black car right now? Or no, I was like, are you in front of a black <laughs> car right now? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I like, just did this whole thing. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Uh, that's hey. like exactly what magi- magicians do. Uh, is your card red? No. Okay, so it's black. Is there a right. is there an SUV in front of you? What color is it? The gray one. Yeah, the gray one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's so good. Okay, so Jer, the other one that I got busted on, which is like you're gonna die. Um, <laughs> you know how I was I was prank calling our accounting department for like a long yes. time. I don't know if we ever talked about this on yes. the podcast, but I was prank we calling did. our did. accounting department for a long time. And I got busted for it. So I cooled off. I hadn't done anything for like a few months. Recently, I've started back up again. But what I do is I take a message for accounting. And I take a number and saying that uh, there's an emergency phone call from McDonald's. And they have to call. So <laughs> McDonald's is one of our customers. Like, But it's like a construction company. McDonald's custom <laughs> building. And I say, I was like, accountant, you have to call McDonald's ASAP. They're pissed. And I give them a phone. I was like, pick up the phone, 705-765. And it's for, and, and they call the McDonald's restaurant. <laughs> and then yeah, this hilarious thing that I'm like one. dying because they're calling McDonald's and they're asking for someone at McDonald's. And it's some teenager that picked up the phone. And it's just so good. <laughs> It is so good, but you can't do it too often because it's so, you just get caught the first time. Oh, have I, Jer? Or have I already used up McDonald's, Wendy's, and Harvey's? (laughs) So I got, I've already, I've gotten three. I got, I'm I'm, going to like, they're kind of one shot uses, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a few more. Only with a specific person, right? Yeah, I'd, I've got a couple people with this one though. I've used, I've done it three <laughs> times. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's really good, dude. Yeah, I really like both of those, and I think that yeah. every t- this is this is what's the best part to me about it is is every time you do one, you got to get more creative for the next. And I know you, and you will never stop. You know, I'll never stop. I'll have to and get these fired. Stories and even if I did get fired, Jer, even if I did get fired, I would be prank calling from the other end because that's even a better case oh. scenario calling a hundred percent you would be right yeah, yeah it's too good yeah uh dear oh, that's awesome oh would you look at that okay we should wrap this up Jared. we got another episode yeah, dropping so on the first of uh december 1st holy smokes it's happening it's coming around the corner next episode drop and then uh, this is gonna be a little quickie for you so you're welcome and it didn't end up being that quick. It was like half an hour, <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> You're right. You know, we can drag um, it on. But yeah, I mean, that trip was fantastic. There were so many good moments. There were some, the urinal was a great addition. Mario Tennis on the Road on a Nintendo Switch was a great addition. Um, the thing just feels way homier. That sleep was so comfortable. The generator was amazing. Right. I mean, there's just so many little things that you can't get into in half an hour on a podcast. You just had to be there. Had to be there. Had to be there. So, um, yep. More. It really encouraged me, like, more great little trips like that to come. 
which are really fun for inviting new people and uh, like not that hard to make happen, um, you know, within reason for a little, you know, half weekend trip or full weekend trip like that. You got it. So cool, man. Friends and listeners out there, I mean, adventure is just around the corner. It's as simple as that. So why don't you get out there and find yourself some? Find your Frencher with a Frencher. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think they get Am the I picture. Am I making enough sense? <laughs> they get the picture. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing Friends you with adventure. your haircut, dude. Hey, thanks. Appreciate that. I'm supportive. Really not looking forward to it. I'm supportive. Okay. I'll talk to you later. See you, buddy. Thanks for listening, folks.